Chapter Six of Pee Wee Harris. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by John Brandon. Pee Wee Harris by Percy Keese Fitzhugh. Chapter Six: The Way of the Scout. Pepsi's right name was Penelope Pepperall and aunt jemsiah had taken her out of the county home after the fire episode by way of saving her from the worst influence of a reformatory she and uncle ebenezer had agreed to be responsible for the girl and pepsy had spent a year of joyous freedom at the farm marred only by the threat hanging over her that she would be restored to the authorities upon the least suspicion of misconduct she had done her work faithfully and become a help and a comfort to her benefactors she had a snappy temper and a sharp tongue and was indeed something of a tomboy but aunt jamsiah though often annoyed and sometimes chagrined took a charitable view of these shortcomings and her generous heart was not likely to confound them with genuine misdoing so the stern condition of pepsi's freedom had become something of a dead letter except in her own fearful fancy and particularly when that discordant voice of the bridge spoke ominously of her peril pepsy had been trusted and had proven worthy of the trust she had never known any mother or father nor any home save the institution from which aunt jemsiah had rescued her and she had grown to love her kindly guardians and the old farm where she had much work but also much freedom chores will keep her out of mischief aunt jemsiah had said wiggles ancestry and social standing were quite as much a mystery as pepsy's he was not an aristocrat that is certain and having no particular chores to do was free to devote his undivided time to mischief he concentrated on it as the saying is and thereby accomplished wonders he was pepsy's steady comrade and the partner of all her adventurous escapades pepsy was not romantic and imaginative her freckled face and tightly braided red hair and thin legs with wrinkled cotton stockings protested against that she had a simple mind with a touch of superstition it was a kind of morbid dread of the institution she had left which had conjured the ramshackle old bridge up on the highway into an ominous voice of warning she hated the bridge and dreaded it as a thing haunted pee-wee soon became close friends with these two and from her rather cautious and defensive beginning pepsy soon fell victim to the spell of the little scout as indeed everyone else did pepsy did not surrender without a struggle she showed pee-wee the woodchuck hole and pee-wee after a minute's skillful search showed her the other hole or back entrance under a stone wall there are always two he told her and one of them is usually under a stone wall they're smart woodchucks are are they as smart as you she wanted to know smarter pee-wee admitted generously they're smarter than skunks and even skunks are smarter than i am i like you better than skunks she said wiggle seemed to be of the same opinion 
i like all the scouts on account of you she said no one could be long in peewee's company without hearing about the scouts he was a walking or rather a running and jumping advertisement of the organization he told pepsy about tracking and stalking and signaling and the miracles of cookery which his friend roy blakely had performed can he cook better than you pepsy wanted to know a bit dubiously yes but i can cook more than he can Pee-wee said and that seemed to relieve her i can make a locust come to me he added and suiting the action to the word he emitted a buzzing sound which brought a poor deluded locust to his very hand and such wonder-working she could only gape and stare wiggle appeared to claim the locust as a souvenir of the scout's magic you let it go wiggle Pee-wee said if you want to be a scout you can't kill anything that doesn't do any harm but you can kill snakes and mosquitoes if you want to evidently it was the dream of wiggle's life to be a scout for he released the locust to Pee-wee, wagging his tail frantically you have to be loyal too the young propagandist said that's a rule you have to be helpful and think up ways to help people no matter what happens you have to be loyal do you have to be loyal to orphan homes pepsy wanted to know if they lick you do you have to be loyal to them here was a poser for the scout but being small Pee-wee was able to wriggle out of almost anything you have to be loyal where loyalty is due he said that's what the rule says it's rule two but anyway there's another rule and that's rule seven and it says you have to be kind you can't be kind licking people that's one sure thing so it's a technicality that you don't have to be loyal to an orphan home you can ask any lawyer because that's what you call logic deadwood gamely's father is a lawyer pepsy said and i hate deadwood gamely and i wouldn't go to his house to ask his father he's a smarty and i hit him with a tomato have i got a right to do that if he's a smarty here was another legal technicality but Pee-wee was equal to the occasion a a scout has to be um he has to have a good aim he said end of chapter six recording by john brandon